All right. Welcome to another edition of、uh, Quarantine Diary. This is Kevin.、Um, today I finish a book by、um, Carl Sagan, which is a very well-known、um, astrophysicist.、Um, the you know the study of the stars, and then the book is、uh, his work. I think he wrote it in 1985.、Um, it's about Uh, the title is the variety of scientific evidence, his personal view on God, and、um, I had this book for a long time. I remember I picked it up from DI, and then I never quite got to it.、Um, and today, I just went over and then I read the whole book pretty much in one sitting. Took some good notes. I want to share with you guys, and、um, we go from there. So. The idea of whether gods exist—it's、um, a really, really interesting topic for me.、Um, the reason for that is there are so many different arguments that can be made.、Um, because in the beginning, like science and re- and religions, they are all together, right? And then by the time that I remember was like what seven, sixteen hundred, seventeen hundreds, where the church. It's the almighty, you know, governmental quote-unquote agencies. Then they they kind of get a, get a say in science, and all of the discovery are brought to the church, right? And then、um, as time goes on, there's going to be more and more separation between science and religious. And、um, I read a couple books on this topic, right?、Uh, the infamous God's Delusion by Richard Dawkins. Probably the most、um, anti-religious guy or scientist out there.、Um, he's an evolutionary、uh, biologist, and this argument by Carl Sagan, who is an astrophysicist, is interesting because he's arguing it first from the planetary perspective, right? And then,、um, just a refresher:、um, God cannot be wrong, right? God has to be almighty, all-powerful, and all-perfect. And God will not create anything that doesn't serve His people. He will not allow suffering, and He's just perfect, right? So that's kind of like the overview of God. Like, what is the definition of a God, right? So a couple of things that、um, Carl Sagan brought up, couple argument, I think is really, really interesting,、um, and.、Uh, It is sort of like an overview of most of the scientific argument out there, but his emphasis was pretty much on the astronomy perspective, right?、Like、astro- astronomical perspective on whether God exists, and he brought in a little bit more knowledge on the、uh, extraterrestrial life, right? Is actually aliens or other a species or?、Um, Other life form, and、um, I just found it really interesting how he's thinking about this situation back in 1985, where、uh, we only had a Hubble、uh, telescope, I believe. And、um, now I think it is really, really arrogance of us if we think there's not、uh, aliens population somewhere in the Milky Way, right? Somewhere in the millions of stars, there's not, there's no other. 
organism that can think, that can breathe, or that can even be alive, right? So, okay, enough rambling. Here's kind of what what I found was his pretty interesting argument. I I want to share with you guys. So first of all, let's say God is Almighty, right? So God, this Almighty figure, created the universe, and then He created a planet. Okay, perfect. Then human comes after he created, or he or she, right? If you want to be PC about God, um, <laughs> he or she uh, created the universe, the planet. Then human, then why would human have a tendencies to self-destroy, right? We're talking about the nuclear bomb, the hydrogen bomb, right? Like people can, like human extinctions can be easily accomplished by nuclear weapons or hydrogen, one of those high power weapon or even bio weapon in, in that regard, right? So why would God create something that went out of his way, create a Milky Way, create a universe, create the planets, create, uh, create a system and create a human for human to self-destroy? Right for human to, what's the term? Completely um, on the path of self-destruction. That would be pointless, right? So that goes against God's. It's perfect, right? If God created a human who has a tendency to to uh, destroy themselves, who have wars, who who like who who are willing to start a war to hurt people to kill civilians, then God is not perfect anymore. Right. I, I, I just think that's a very, very good argument in that. And secondly, um, it's like a chicken and an egg question, right? Like if God made a universe, then who made God? Right? Like how, <laughs> then how how did God come uh, come about? Right? Like because with human, we can say, okay, cool. There's a, you know, an egg and a sperm. And then we develop from a single cell organism. Then in this case, who's older? Right, like the Milky Way is a millions, maybe even billions of years old. Then how old is God? Right? Then why he bring us, bring humans onto the Earth this late? Right? Like why he prefer dinosaurs before humans? Right? It's just a lot of interesting questions that uh, Carl Sagan was making. Is that you know, if God made a universe, which 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 can be done because nobody can prove, like you know, really, like. We we have some theory about the Big Bang, but they, like if the God created the Big Bang, then 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 like who came first, right? Now a little bit more down to earth, right? Like there are some uh, theologians that argues on the basis of second law of thermodynamics, right? So for the, for those of you that are not familiar with second law of thermodynamics, it states that total entropy will never decrease, never ever. So if you have one form of energy flowing into into the other side, that energy will exist in the in the universe forever, right? One goes up, the other side goes down. So it will always stay in balance. Okay, so the second law of thermodynamics, if you apply that in the realm of physics or in the realm of astrophysics, then what that means is over time, the order of the universe will always decrease, will always go down, meaning that planetary will collide they will create a boom or a bang and then there's going to be more chaos because the energy has to go somewhere right so if the if there's going to be going to be more chaos in the universe what that means is if you apply god to the 
second law of thermodynamics. If you use that to prove God, then God has to have a finite lifetime, right? There, there has to be an age for God because since the energy is all conserved, then when we have more chaos, that means there's going to be less of a lifespan for God, meaning that the God cannot just be in existence forever. If you want to use a physical law to to like defend God's existence, it just doesn't really work that way, right? And I think those three are very interesting arguments, and uh, Carl Sagan did a good job in terms of explaining, okay, what does this argument look like? How can he present the argument or solutions in that regard in the astrophysics perspective and I think that's really interesting how he brought up the origin of the uni- the universe different menu details for um, for astrophysics perspective in terms of okay does God really exist right and I think he did a great job ex- explaining the science, and uh, this this is a really good read for people that are interested in this kind of a philosophical questions. And um, yeah, it's just a really, really interesting read. I did it all in one setting. Um, it was interesting. It's good to know, good to learn about the connection in that regard. I think my favorite argument is the you know if God created the the universe and He created human, then why will human you know, have a uh, have a tendency to hurt each other, right? That will goes against well, it is human nature, but it will goes against uh, the idea of God's intent. I think it's a really brilliant argument. Anyway, this is Kevin signing off. Uh, hopefully, you guys are reading books and learning about stuff during the social distancing times, and uh, I will talk to you guys on the next one. Bye.